Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. We bring you the latest and in-depth legal coverage. Dear viewers, before we start, I would like to inform you that today Live Law is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. As we celebrate 10 years in revolutionary legal reporting, we have you, our viewers and supporters to thank for. Live Law attributes its success to its loyal and ever-growing community of readers that have taken us from strength to strength. We look forward to your continued support and companionship. We make an appeal to all our dear readers to support us through subscriptions, affordable subscriptions, so that we can continue to provide you quality content, maintaining our independence. Thank you. And now let me give you a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Vikram Nath and Asanuddin Amanullah, which today refused to hear as many as four senior counsels while making it extremely clear that senior counsels will not be permitted to mention or argue cases before a vacation bench. Also, while hearing a plea filed by Sunitha Reddy challenging the anticipatory bail granted to Kadappa MP Y.S. Avinash Reddy, who is accused of murdering Sunitha's father Vivekanand Reddy, she herself appeared to argue the matter as senior counsels are not allowed. The bench, however, allowed senior advocate Siddharth Luthra to assist her. Earlier in May also, when the Supreme Court vacation started, a bench of Justices J.K. Maheshwari and Sanjay Karol refused to permit senior advocate Mukul Rohtagi to mention a matter before it, stating that as per vacation bench norms, only instructing counsel should make mentionings. A PIL has been filed in the Bombay High Court seeking to implead actor Shah Rukh Khan as an accused in the FIR filed by CBI against former NCB Zonal Director Samir Vankhade and five others regarding the arrest of Aryan Khan in 2021. According to CBI's FIR, Vankhade had accepted a bribe of Rs 50 lakhs from Shah Rukh Khan. The PIL states that since Section 12 of the Prevention of Corruption Act provides for the prosecution and punishment of the person giving the bribe as well, Shah Rukh Khan and his son should be charged for giving bribe to Samir Vankhade through co-accused K.P. Gosavi. The PIL will be heard on June 20th. Stay tuned. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut has filed a criminal defamation case against ex-MP and BJP member Kirit Somaya regarding alleged defamatory tweets from 2022. Raut claims that Somaya's tweets are destructive and amount to character assassination without any proof. To demonstrate his goodwill, Raut claims he has authored several books, including one on Shiv Sena founder Bala Sahib Thakre, and that he has over 1.2 million followers on Twitter, as against Somaya's 391,000. The additional subjudge Ernaculum has passed an injunction against the Malayalam news portal Maruna Dan Malayali preventing the channel from publishing any defamatory content against popular Malayalam film industry actor Prithvi Raj Sukumaran. The interim injunction was passed in a civil defamation suit filed by the actor subsequent to certain articles and videos published by the news portal in May alleging that the actor had paid a fine of Rs 25 crores due to proceedings initiated by the Enforcement Directorate and Income Tax Department. The news channel also claimed that the actor is making propaganda films funded by a Qatar-based mafia pumping black money into the Malayalam film industry.
In another update, a Sessions Court in Mumbai today acquitted two accused in the second part of the 2002 Best Bakery case in Gujarat. The two accused, Harshad Solanki and Mafat Gohil, were absconding when the other accused in the communal rights case faced trial in Mumbai, which is why a separate trial was conducted for them. They were arrested in 2013 and the trial against them began in 2019. 14 people were killed at the famous Best Bakery in Vadodara in March 2002, following an attack by a mob comprising over 1,000 people during the Godra riots. For more details on the case, you can visit livelaw.in. In an important update, the Kerala High Court has held that the law does not recognize a live-in relationship as marriage, and hence, such a relationship cannot be recognized for the purpose of divorce either. The court was considering an appeal jointly filed by two persons, one Hindu and one Christian, who had been living together since 2006 after entering into a registered agreement. They also had a child together. The appellants had filed a petition for mutual divorce under the Special Marriage Act, which was dismissed by the family court, holding that the marriage was not solemnized under the Act. Consequently, the appellants approached the High Court against the order of the family court. A division bench comprising of Justice Muhammad Mustaka and Justice Sophie Thomas observed that the law only allows parties to divorce if they are married under a recognized form of marriage as per personal law or secular law. So far, marriages entered into between parties through a contract does not have any recognition under law for the purpose of divorce. While refusing relief to a mother alleging medical negligence, the Madras High Court has said that the government hospitals in the country are already flooded with patients and the courts cannot be expected to interfere with the decisions of the specialist doctors with respect to the treatment to be provided to patients. In the present case, the petitioner became pregnant and was continuously taking treatment at the primary health centre. After delivery, it was found that her child was born with a cardiac anomaly. While she had taken her son to the institute as directed by the institute, the physician who was on duty denied treatment and informed her that there was no scope of life for the child. On taking opinion at some private hospitals to assess the status of the child, she was informed that the surgery procedures should have been advised within four to six months as per protocol and that since the child had crossed that age, it was not viable to treat the disease. Justice S.M. Subramaniam observed that since the doctors were already treating the child as per medical protocol and ethics, there was no reason for the court to interfere with the treatment. The petitioner could not expect preferential treatment for her child as there were other children taking treatment at the government hospital. The Kerala High Court has observed that we are in the artificial intelligence era and government instrumentalities ought to be abreast with emerging global demands for the vision of digital India to materialize. In this case, the petitioner is employed in Kuwait and was alleged to have committed matrimonial offences by his estranged wife and was enlarged on bail. The petitioner averred that despite the regional passport office had issued him the police clearance certificate, pursuant to which he went to Kuwait for employment, the embassy of Kuwait refused to accept the certificate since it did not contain a barcode.
The single bench of Justice C.S. Dias asked the competent authority under the Ministry of External Affairs to take immediate steps to upgrade the central database and issue the clearance certificate with the barcode, scanned photograph and details of criminal cases of the person concerned. The Calcutta High Court has observed that judicial restraint and discipline does not mean that even in extreme cases, a judicial officer is not entitled to take exception against non-conforming acts of an advocate representing a party. A single judge bench of Justice Bibek Chaudhary observed that where the counsel of any of the parties disturbs judicial function of a court, the judge has every right to pass an order by caution to the advocate concerned. The observations were made while dealing with a petition, seeking revision of an order, refusing early hearing to the petitioner. An octogenarian cancer patient seeking further investigation in his criminal case, alleging forgery and cheating. The reason for refusing early hearing was the heavy board of the trial judge. The court held that since the petitioner is a cancer patient, he should not have to suffer due to the burden of cases on the trial judge and thus directed that the petitioner's application be heard and if required, recording of statement be done within one week. However, Justice Chaudhary expressed his displeasure at the conduct of petitioner's advocate before the trial court. The Karnataka High Court has said that in order to proceed against a person with criminal action, the complainant or prosecuting agency must show prima facie material, whereby some nexus could be established to the alleged crime with a person. If such material is not available, very registration of the case against such persons would definitely amount to abuse of process of law affecting the right of a citizen enshrined in the Article 21 of the Constitution. A single judge bench of Justice V. Shri Shananda allowed the petition filed by one Vipul Prakash Patil and quashed the FIR registered under IPC and Karnataka Protection of Interest of Deposits in Financial Establishment Act. And lastly, the Meghalaya High Court has issued fresh directions asking the state police to take immediate and decisive action against the illegal coke plants operating in the region. The court's order came in response to an affidavit filed by the Director General of Police highlighting the widespread presence of illicit coke plants and Benami transactions in Meghalaya with their actual owners predominantly based in Assam. The court expressed hope that the state police will take necessary measures in accordance with the law, aiming for expeditious actions against the culprits involved in running the unlawful businesses. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.